All right. Welcome to Welcome to the Inside Eye Report number 10. We have a great show for you today. Um, I'm going to try some different stuff today. I'm going to, instead of doing one long uh, show, I'm going to actually separate them out um, into the segments that they are. As you know, that we are we segment it, we segment the show out in links, and so we have you know music link and all this kind of stuff. So, but this is number ten. This is the MLK uh, MLK in Trumpland. That's the title of this podcast MLK in Trumpland because um, we just coming from the MLK March last week and and then we had the inauguration of Trump in that in that same week so Monday we had uh, freedom and all this kind of stuff and then on uh, I think on Friday we had the inauguration of one of the most unpopular um, presidents presidents ever to be elected I, I would think in history um, so it's going to be an interesting four years. And then after that, they had the Women's March, which was the large, largest uh, march, I think, in history all over the, the country. If, it, if it's not the largest march in history, uh, because I think the Iraq, um, the march against war, the war in Iraq was pretty large, too, as well. And um, and. Uh, that was pretty large. So I don't know. I think they in competition with each other. But if it's not the largest march, it's definitely the largest women's march um, in history. I, I'm not quite sure. Because, um, you know, we had a couple of marches back uh, when women was um, fighting for the right to vote and um, suffragists. But um, we are here today um, to, this is, uh, like I said, this is Inside Eye Report number 10. And behind me, as always, is one of my, uh, is my co-host, Coco, the co-host, the little cat on the wall. That's my co-host. So <laughs> I know it might seem strange, but I have to have someone with me um, to help me out. She has my back. Um, so uh, we have a wonderful show. I'm going to get right to it. Without further ado, we're going to try to do this quickly. Let me drink some coffee here. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> without further ado, we're going to do this. And um, we're going to start out with uh, our, our music link to help you guys out. I, I really want you guys to go online. Join SoundCloud. Join Bandcamp. Support local artists. This is what the show is about. It's just about it's 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 teasers. You know, I just want to put teasers out there so that you guys can explore because the internet is so vast and a lot and we get trapped, right? We get trapped in our in our roots that we do. We go to Facebook and then we and then we go. You know, we just check and see what's going on. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And um but uh, we I want to uh encourage you to go out and find these other things and become fans of local people and and expect you know just don't just get out of the corporate uh box that they have you in the corporate box that they have you in they want you to buy their stuff but we also i want you to buy local stuff support local artists that's what i want you to do okay are you with me 
I hope so. So um, who we're going to explore today is one of the people that I follow on um, Facebook and Reverb Nation. Not Facebook, but on, um, I follow her on Facebook too as well, but also on Reverb Nation and I follow her on SoundCloud. And she has, uh, she's a poet, but also she does music as too. She's a lyricist in a way. And uh, so I am going to pump up uh, this sister. Her name is Story Deverox, I don't know how to say her last name, uh, Story Deverox, that's what I'm going to say. If I'm saying it wrong, um, maybe somebody can um, tweet to me a um, Ebonics uh, uh, way of pronouncing it. <laughs> Just, you know, point out um, phonically how, how, it's, how it's pronounced and then I will, I will get the point but I'm going to say Deva Rocks for now uh, Deva Rocks story Deva Rocks so here we go After Glow Come on Yeah I see you baby Get your shine on Get your glow up. Uh. One time. For the babies on the south side. The east side. The west side. The north side. Chi-town. There 
something incredible within the meeting of the minds like if you were but in kind spare our brother a dime he can take a red line to a hundred lifetimes and you wouldn't mind it because god had already prepared for you a place to be ageless where you can brush your face with lilies and sing songs of makiba That was Story Deverox with Afterglow. Nice, huh? Yes. Something you can chill to, maybe work to. Just have it on in the background. Go on her SoundCloud. Um, put um, The links is in the description. Go on her SoundCloud. Find her link and follow her on SoundCloud. If you don't have a SoundCloud account now, you should later. Hopefully, you will do that. Okay. So, um, next up is our poem link. Um, so we this uh, we had the MOK um, day, and we had the march, and then after the march, um, I participated in the MOK poetry reading um, at the Sacramento Poetry Center. Uh, thanks to Emmanuel, he brought me out, and I had a chance to do some recording there while I was there, and I had a chance, I, I actually, uh, to my amazement, uh, I was on the same, you know, the same uh, ticket as uh, the Straight Out Scribes, Sean King and M.E. M. Miller, but Straight Out Scribes, if, if you don't know, I'm a big fan of Straight Out Scribes, and one of my favorite poems from Straight Out Scribes is uh, how they get over on us like that. I don't know if that's the if that's the name of the poem but that is the um, the refrain in the poem it goes back to it it touches back on it um and and i i was very fortunate to be able to record this uh poem 
And uh, so I, if you don't have the uh, Straight Out Scribes priority CD, I do, I do encourage you guys to go out there. They also too on Bandcamp. You can actually do a Straight Out Scribes search on Bandcamp and find that priority CD. Download that CD and put it on your smartphone. Let me tell you, especially right now, um, it is a, a revolutionary CD. And especially right now, it, it, it seems like uh, that kind of content will, will go great with, uh, you know, what's happening right now. Um, and um, so, uh, uh, straight, straight Out Scribes to Jabu reading, how did they get over on us like that? How did they get over on us like that? How did they get over on us like that? How did they trick us into feeding our children cow's milk instead of human milk? How did they get us to think it was all right to put chemicals in our food? How did they put that over on us? How did they get mothers to start feeding their babies chemicals made from things they couldn't read, let alone pronounce, and then feed the children boxes, cans, and jars of things that made from some of the same madness? And how in the name of all that is sane did they manage to get us to sit in front of a square box and not move for hours at a time when nobody wants to be square and movement is our essence, is our heartbeat. How did they get over on us like that? Got us wearing the same clothes, everybody wearing the same clothes, trying to be unique while looking the same. <laughs> like we all shopping in the same store and they keep us buying more and more because we got to have these. They're the latest, greatest made by poor people to keep them poor so we don't have to wear last year's gear and we can be on it. Yeah, we on it all right. I mean, we on drugs big time because they're raiding marijuana fields at the same time they're putting drugs in our food. Caffeine, sugar. Caffeine, sugar, artificial color, artificial flavor. Now let me see. If it's got artificial color, artificial flavor, dipotassium, phosphate, mono, and diglycerides, does that make it real food? I don't think so. How did they get over on us like that so they could sell us straight nicotine and hamburgers full of hormones and clone fruit sprayed with pesticides and waxes and the taxes we pay to die are killing me? Can't you see why our youth don't feel no way about taking people out today? They are not connected to humanity the way we were. We are probably the last generation of people raised on real food. Probably my generation. Sorry about the rest of y'all. <laughs> How did they get up on us like that, making us have to buy water? Humans are more than 70% water. How did they manage to pollute our water so we have to pay to drink water? Don't you know with our birthright to have clean water, we can drink free? Now let me see. If we can't drink the water, we can't breathe the air, we can't eat the food, and we can't even afford a decent place to live unless we make about $50,000 a year, 
Where does that leave us? It leaves us with youth that have BHT and sodium nitrate instead of blood in their veins. Cold-blooded, ain't it? How did they get us to make zombies out of our children so they would buy whatever is dangled in front of them in the music videos and woe is me as they proceed to kill people like turning off the TV by remote, like turning off their computer, power off everybody or delete, delete, delete their minds, say after watching cartoons that make buffoons of everybody and playing video games that kill and destroy old and new life forms, delete, delete, delete as they murder their own souls, losing control of the fire they've been sitting on, wishing it was them with the Uzi jumping out the window, blazing up the bad, good, innocent with music in the background, driving the flashiest new car, winning the war, the game, the man, the woman, and they sit on that fire, staring, eyes fixed until the flame goes out. And in a blue light day, as they go out staring, eyes fixed, glazed, to buy something. They have to buy something, anything. A candy bar, a box of cereal, a bottle of beer, breath mint, cigars, cigarettes, a knife, a gun, anything, 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 anything to make them feel like a superhero. How did they get over on us like that? And who? are they. All right, that's how to take it over on us like that by Sajabu from Straight Out Scribes. Um, one, one of my favorite poetry group groups in Sacramento, in everywhere, anywhere, really. I mean, um, they are responsible to what really got me doing poetry the way I do it now. Um, I was a closet poet um, uh, before I saw them. I just became such a huge fan. I was like, oh, you can write poetry like that. And, and I used to follow them everywhere. That was before Sajabu went, to, went back to New York. And um, it was wonderful. So uh, we are we are in uh, part two now of our podcast, and this is the Inside Eye Report number ten. And uh, you know, if you can't see this, you can hear this number ten. And the title of this uh, this uh, podcast is MLK in Trump Land, and we are in part two of the podcast. And it's the art link. Um, we're going to cover art link, social media, and watch this link. So um, I want to go over uh, the. I want to go over what happened at MLK, uh, uh, the march. So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really march in the march. I waited till they got downtown um, because uh, you know. Um, uh, you know, I participated to when they got downtown. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I know I, I, I think I cheated, but, you know, okay. All right, I cheated. All right, and um, so I put photos. I got a photo link right here on um, in the podcast, in the description, so you can go there and look at all the photos I took. There's a bird. So I was waiting for them to get there, and I saw a bird. He was just sitting there at the Capitol chilling. Bird just chilling. Um, uh, and also too, uh, this is the uh, this is the, the you know the front of the march. 
And I found this interesting. I don't know why um, Sac- uh, Sacramento bring out the old cars and stuff uh, during the, this old car doing the, and then also too they be they be on horses and stuff. The police officers. I don't know why the, the police the police bring out this old car. You might as well just bring out some dogs and maybe some um, water hoses. <laughs> I, I just find it interesting that they bring out these period cars. You know. Um, to celebrate, you know, MLK. I don't know. What do you think? I I, I just feel like it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit insensitive. Um, you know, I know they're trying to be clever. You know, they bring out, every year they do this, they bring out the the old cars. Um, this old car, this old police car to lead the MLK march. I would like to something, because we're looking towards the future. <laughs> it's just you know for me it's it's a, it's a weird thing that they bring it out i think it's just a period thing that they they inspired they want to do something period um wise i think it'd be better if they just had something with like mlk's face on it or something or um you know like a nice you know one of those trucks with like the image things on the side that'd be cool you know instead of you know police it's it's weird right you have the police leading an mlk march police it's, it's weird it's weird but you know who am i i mean i'm pretty sure there's people much more smarter than i that put this on okay so um look at them they're so beautiful look at the sisters they out there it was kind of cold and we had an okay day for this march it was an okay day because it's been raining cats and dogs for a while there and um so these are the pictures i'm just going to go through them real fast and uh miss black sacramento there she is miss black teen sacramento and just people marching and um yeah holding up things uh and then when we finally got to the convention center um black lives matter happened to get there as well and they was marching from coming from a different angle, and the police is there. You can see the police there holding the back because they're not part of the official march, and and so it, it was it was a very interesting. It, it was, you know, it brought up conflict, you know, in in people's mind. You know, it's like okay, they have the right to protest and. You know, and what they're saying is valid as well. And I, I said these things during my portrait reading. You know, where my conflict lie, lie is, is, you'd be like, okay, which side will Martin Luther King be on? You know, would he be on Black Lives Matter or would he be in the march? And I think, uh, you know, the MLK has become tradition. The MLK march has become tradition. It's more of a... It's not really a. I, I wish they would just go all the way and be call and call it uh, a march parade. Because that's what it is. Because it's not really a protest march, as in, you know, we celebrating the life of you know, okay. And I think it would be okay just to call it a a march parade and maybe build some floats, <laughs> you know, and um, you know, you know. I don't know. It's in my mind. I find it because we don't really march the Capitol anymore. Because when I first got to Sacramento, when I first got here, we marched to the Capitol, and now we march to the Convention Center. So I find that interesting, too, as well. I find that an issue. Like, 
I think MLK would march to the Capitol. Well, okay, but it's it's all good. But they they are protesting, you know, having the the spirit of Martha the King, right? The protest spirit, because he was a radical. He wasn't this uh, state-sponsored, peace-loving person. He used nonviolence as a tactic. It wasn't really, um, you know. So it was a tactic. He he um, got that tactic from Gandhi to, you know, in a way to fight power, an overwhelming power. And um, so here's the leader of the MLK March. And he was having he was having an issue because, you know, the Black Lives Matter, they was behind him. And he was like, you know, and so he didn't know, you know, how to handle it. I, I kind of felt for him. Um, I have a recording, a video recording of him. I'm trying to encourage people to go inside and take part in the um, festivities that was going on inside because they had vendors and things like that nature. And it had an ending stage um, as well. Um, okay, so... Uh, Sam Stark, and then we had the inside. Yes, we had the inside here. This is the main stage. Wonderful gospel choir. I don't know the name of this gospel choir, but they was, they was, they was doing their thing. And then there's uh, Luke Taylor and his and his child and his kid. And I I, I like this. I think uh, I think her is Tibet, right? Her outfit is from Tibet. I found that was very cool. I think it's Tibet, Myanmar or something like that. And uh, poetry, this is the poetry stage. And then, um, yeah, we had Kuhn the Poet. We had Paul Willis. Had, it's really cool. And I just loved her hair. Her hair was the bomb. It's nice to see our people out and, you know, black people just together and, you know, very nice and family-oriented, you know, because we are family-oriented. And poets, more poets. And Issa doing his thing. And yeah, Andrew. So yeah, so I'm going through these photos to just to at really quick, and you can go slower. And there's there's the Tesla. I love Teslas. Tesla's the bomb. Um, the future, baby, the future. We have to go towards the future, and it's nice to see technology at the MLK, um, ex you know, exhibit. So it's cool. Solar panels and. And um, other things. So um, then we have fuck Trump <laughs> outside. They sell the t-shirts. I probably, I probably bet they was going like hotcakes. And um, you know Michelle Obama. So end of Obama, end, uh, end of the Obama presidency, and um, and then onward to the Trump presidency. And yeah, these are the videos I, I took of the of the of the day. He's a street preacher. He does, he does, for, for some reason, he says, I'm going to go out on MLK okay. Day. Listen to what he said. Watch this. So we see that to be true today. That they have changed the truth into the law. As they walk around with rainbows on their back. So he's, so he's commented on just, he just rip, ripping on everything that he sees. So, so there's a lady, she's walking with a rainbow that they on her back. And he's talking about that today, rainbow. That they have changed the truth into the law. As they walk around with rainbows on their backs. Okay? And we know in our doctrine from Jesus Christ that God has made a covenant. A covenant means a promise with his chosen people. The Israel of God. Okay? That he will not flood the earth. 
That's the covenant of the rainbow. So we see the wicked taking the taking the, the wicked the wicked are taking the rainbow and changing it into a lump. So he clearly calls her the wicked. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I, I don't know. He, he's out there preaching. He got it out there earlier before they start coming out. And he was just saying all kind of stuff. I mean, he was riffing on everything that he was he was seeing. And he had this, he had his brother, uh, he had his, the, his, his companion that came out with him. And, and he was shooting him on a, on a smart, uh, camp, you know, smartphone. And I guess he was, I don't know if he was, you know, if he was, uh, live Facebooking, <laughs> His his street uh, uh, not performance but street uh, preaching, and and he was just riffing on everything himself, calling everybody wicked, and, every, and people was coming around him, you know, trying to argue with him, and and you know, I just found it personally, I found it hilarious uh, because he was just riffing on everything that he saw on, on everything, and he called her, he was calling people wicked and stuff, and they had some really nice cars out, yeah, really nice Corvettes. So, yeah, very nice, very nice. And then we have the main thing. Yeah, that, the Hummer. You know, they have this Hummer every year. And they have the, they have, yeah. I don't know what you gotta do to get on this thing. <laughs> uh, they have happy play. So, uh, yeah, but they rock, they're doing the marching style. And, you know, I didn't know that I was recording uh, and there goes uh, MJ and, and Daphne. I didn't even know I got them on tape. I was so focused on doing all this stuff. Yeah, that was cool to see see that on tape later. I was like, oh, that's nice. So all these people walk, marching, uh, walking to celebrate Martin Luther King. I thought, that's cool. And then here is the Black Lives Matter. They had the police officers there holding the from the main march. And they, and they trying to get them to join them. They are joining us. Black lives matter. If black lives matter, join us. So they're trying to get them to come to the Y'all not going inside? Got the alphas and the cafes. Everybody's walking together. Black and white. We got cinnamon and candy. Everybody, come on in. Until we deal with that, we want everybody to come in. Is that all right? It's my parade. I need to go My video work isn't that good. <laughs> so you see it's all shaking and stuff. But okay, so um, uh, moving along. All right, so um, um, if you don't know, uh, I, I do a, a, I'm having a campaign right now, Twitter first, our Twitter first campaign. And uh, so I'm trying to get people to actually, to, I'm trying to get people to use Twitter, go to Twitter to get their information and 
use Twitter more here in Sacramento. Other places, I don't think they have a problem with Twitter. I think uh, uh, Sacramento is a big Facebook town. Uh, so, but I really would like uh, us to switch to to Twitter first. I mean, you go to Twitter. Don't you know? I'm not trying to convert you to Twitter. I'm just saying, use Twitter more. And so I say Twitter first. So go to Twitter because Twitter takes real fast just to scroll and see what's going down and then check your hashtags and things like that. And um, and so today I'm going to cover the at sign for for Twitter. And um, so according to Twitter, um, you can you, it's called a mention. So you can mention somebody in your tweet. It's just the same the same like in Facebook. But Facebook, um, sometimes slow down your computer because as soon as you start typing, it's, it's very disconcerting and troublesome. Because as soon as you start typing something, it starts giving you all these suggestions of people that you want to tag in your, in your post and it gets in the way. But with Twitter, it's better because uh, in a way, the way they do it is better because you have to use the at sign to actually bring these people up. And so you can just type out your tweet without the interruption of the algorithms coming in and doing their thing. Uh, so I should tell you why we're trying to get people to use Twitter here in Sacramento more. It's because Facebook, with their algorithm, filter out a lot of stuff that is going on. Um, and we are trying to get around that by going to a, a platform, by using a platform that use the algorithm less, use that algorithm less. So uh, Twitter do, don't filter like Facebook does. You can get the events, you get all this kind of stuff. So it's all about how you use your hashtags, how you use list, because we cover hashtags and we cover lists. And now we're going to cover today, we're going to use the at sign to, to mention someone in a post today. So um, here we go. And let's go to Twitter. And if you want to, if you want to go to my Twitter page, my Twitter page is inside uh, 360. That is my Twitter handle. I am going to try to mention Kyrie. Oh, um, he goes by um, Mitchell Shun on Twitter. Mitchell Shun, and um, his at symbol is Malik Speaks. Malik Speaks. I'm going to, as I mentioned, and I'm going to say, join us next month for Mahogany. And I'm going to put a picture on here. Because we have Sean Williams next month at Mahogany on the third Wednesday. That's when I host on the third Wednesday. Okay. So here's the photo. So you can put multiple photos in, in your tweet. Let's go here. And, and we're going to tweet it. All right. See, there you go. I mentioned him in the tweet by using the at symbol. And I said, join us next month for Mahogany. And we have Sean Williams coming out to Mahogany, $5 at the door. So please do that.
All right. So now we covered the. So we did hashtags and we did lists. So uh, if you go to my page, if you go to Inside uh, 360, to my page and click on lists, please join Sac Poetry List or Sac Black. So that's Sacramento Black Talk. Sac, that's that's Black Talk Sacramento uh, list. So you can join that list and see. And um, so I can see what you are talking about. And if I see something that I like, I will take that. Like if you have an event or something, then it makes it easy for me to see what you're doing. This is how you um, filter uh, all your, your, your feed um, in different ways. So you can filter your feed. And these are all the lists on the side. So this thing will show up when you join this list this will show up here when you go into your list section and you can click on sack poetry and bring up everybody that's doing things here um so i i put uh you know poetry stuff so you can join that one in there so i can see what you're doing and hopefully if i like it then i'll mention it on the inside our report all right okay so let us let us go there and you can just mention me if you want to, if you want me to see something, you just um, say at inside R360 and then I will get that directly. It will show up in my notifications um, when, when, um, when that happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we covered that. So Twitter first. Go to Twitter, check out what's happening, then go to Facebook, then go to Tumblr, then go to all those other places because those other places suck with their algorithms. Okay. All right. So, um, so last in this section, uh, in this part, is the watch this link. So uh, we just covered on here. We just covered the the uh, the MLK march. So we have that on there. The MLK march uh, videos that I that I the short videos that I took during the march. Uh, and and uh, but the Sacramento Poetry Center reading, I had a chance to record that. Unfortunately, um, with Straight Out Scribes, my video camera ran out of juice, and it cut their reading short. But everybody else, I got their whole reading. So you could check out this introduction to Emmanuel, to see Emmanuel Soguke. I loved his intro to everybody, so he read all their bios and stuff, um, and and that was cool. And then also uh, my reading that I did for for the MOK reading, which is profanity laced. <laughs> I was pumped, man. I was pumped. MLK, I was really pumped. And then M M E reading gave a great reading himself. And then Sean King, of course Sean King was awesome. So you can you can go on here and watch these readings if you didn't get a chance to go there. Um please uh, and then we had the uh, straight out scribes, which I got. I, I only got the beginning of their reading, but what I what I what I did get, I put up. Okay. All right. Okay. So um um, all right. So part three, part three. So welcome to the inside eye report again, and this is number ten. Uh, M.O.K. in Trump land. That's the title of this podcast. And uh, and so now we are going to go into our this is, uh, yes, the Inside Eye report number 10. And you can go to InsideEye360.com and check us out. 
uh, check out all the all our updates and stuff. So I put everything there now because uh, I used to have it, it you know it all over the place. Try to do different websites with different stuff I did, but now I um, I I I'm trying to call us everything. Because, you know, money is low. <laughs> so I can't afford to have all these domains and hosting and stuff. So I have so I'm trying to coalesce everything into one spot so that everybody just get everything all at once and it will cut down on my overhead um that I'm doing because you know, it's getting kinda tight. All right, so um technology link. We have a technology link that we are going to do now, uh, which is interesting. Uh, um this is the very awesome there are ancient there windmills in Nashtifan village which is located in northeast part of Iran what makes Nashtifan ancient windmill unique is that they are still operational one of the main characteristics of the area is the strong wind that blow accuracy. As a result of the natural elements in the area, windmills have been a part of region's landscape and have been used throughout many centuries. This windmill, as it can be seen, are built on top of the hill overlooking the village, which not only are kept. So our art link is these I think these windmills are a thousand years old in Iraq. And, you know, saying that green energy is not new. We have been doing this for a very long time as human beings, and these windmills are still operational 1,000 years later this is an awesome yes hear them can you hear hear them there Listen are to ancient you. windmills in nashtifan village which is located in northeast part of iran oh, iran sorry what makes nashtifan ancient windmill unique is that they are still operational one of the main characteristics of the area is the strong wind that blow across. So check that out. You won't be disappointed. It's a very short video, um, National Geographic video on YouTube. And I'll put the link in the description. It's very cool. You will not be disappointed in watching that. It's always awesome to, to, to see things like that. So news at uh, uh, Sacramento Homegrown News. So, uh, Sacramento City Council votes unanimously to fund local arts. Um, local arts. So, this one comes to us from Submerge. It's a local publication. Um, so, they, they usually cover music and arts and things like that. Uh, music, art, lifestyle. So, that's their tagline for their publication. And so this this story comes from them, and they have they have some photos of uh, you know ZFG and other people coming out. Uh, so um, yeah, so I'm gonna read the first paragraph here. It says, uh, less than a month after taking office, Sacramento news mayor new mayor Darrell Steinberg Daryl Steinberg sorry is showing how much he believes in the power of the arts to help strengthen the region by putting some money where his mouth is. At the city council meeting on Tuesday, January 10th, dozens of local activists, artists, 
restaurateurs, restaurateurs, that's a hard one, entrepreneurs were on hand to voice their support for the Creative Economy Pilot Project and Implementation, which passed unanimously with a 9-0 vote. The initiative will pump $500,000 worth of seed money into future experimental arts, food, and tech projects around Sacramento. With this first allotment of 25000 going towards the upcoming Art Street project, a massive multidisciplinary exhibit that will run from February 3rd to 25th in a warehouse in downtown Sacramento, the seed money will come from the City Innovation and Growth Fund launched by former Mayor Kevin Johnson and will not impact the general fund. So Daryl Steinberg, our new mayor here in Sacramento, is uh, getting his feet wet in the arts community by doing this, which is awesome. And the whole council was behind it. And I think it's cool, 500000 and 25000 going directly to the um, Art Street Project, which is um, happening in February, Black History Month, <laughs> which is interesting, having a Black History Month. But, hey, what can you do? Um, so so uh, I think that's an awesome thing. Anytime you double down on the arts, you double down on the future, I believe, and inspiration and motivation. Because why are we doing what we're doing if, if we're not making art, if, if we're not investing in our culture, in our local culture? That is cool. Okay. So news at large. This is an interesting story coming from... Um, interesting story coming from Clutch, the Clutch website. It is citing a story that uh, new study black students are who are taught racial pride do better in school. Remember how good you felt when Black History Month rolled around and you finally got to learn and talk about significant African-American historical figures in school? Well, according to new research published in the Journal of Child Development, Development affirmation uh, affirming a black child's desire to learn about their race does more than just give them a personal boost. It helps them academically as well. Our findings challenge, it goes on in this uh, uh, publication, our findings challenge the notion that race blindness is a universally ideal parenting approach, especially since previous research has shown that racially conscious parenting strategies at either extreme, either race blindness or promoting mistrust of other races are associated with negative outcomes for African-American youth. When African-American parents instill a proud, informed and sober perspective on race of race in their sons and daughters, these children are more likely to experience increased academic success. So, the myth that colorblindness approach or, you know, a multicultural type of, you know, 
well, that's what I'm saying, colorblind, like, nobody, you know, melting pot to where everybody's the same color and all this kind of stuff and, you know, culture, cultural, you know, um, blankness. You know, we all Americans, you know, a <laughs> whole thing, you know, where we just, you know, we uh, assimilate Americanism and, and you know, American is the only thing. Uh, this is the wrong strategy with raising kids that, um, so if you want your kids to do better, you have to instill in them, you know, come to a Kwanzaa event, Kwanzaa event, go to, um, you know, black exhibits, go to the brick house and check out the exhibits and art exhibits and, you know, and uh, Sojourner Truth. We had a, we have a lot of, um, you know, uh, we have the, the, the Wose, uh, church and we have, uh, not only that, but we have the, um, the Women's Civic Improvement Center we have, and then we have underground books. We have so many cultural places around town in Sacramento that you can take your children and, you know, give them books with, you know, especially books with people that look like them in, 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 in these children's books, and you will actually help your children. Okay. All right, moving on. So um, our next section. So, again, welcome to the Inside Our Report. Number 10, one more time. Yeah. Hopefully that focus. I don't know if that's focusing. Is that focusing, you guys? Um, and uh, number 10, and the title of this podcast is, uh, is MLK in Trump land because Trump um, is president and, and he was sworn in in the MLK week. <laughs> so we have two extremes, kind of bookends. America, right? You have it, it, it's it's a perfect example of America in in a way. That whole week was a perfect example or a symbol of America, because you, on one end you had MLK, which fought for freedom and and um, and citizenry and um, you know and inclusion, and then you have Trump, which stump speeched on exclusion and you know not you know non-diversity <laughs> his whole his whole pitch was you know make america great again like when has america been great it depends on who you were and at what time uh did you want that to be great because for some people this is the only time um you know are we talking about uh, pre suffragists you know, when women didn't wasn't allowed to vote or when black people uh, was in Jim Crow. I mean, when, when was America great? And it depends on perspective, who you are and and uh, what group you identify with. So go to InsideOff360.com to see all these links. And, and also, too, these links will be in the description. But check out everything there on, um, on InsideOff360.com. We have events coming up. Tonight, the day of this recording, um, I don't know if I'll be able to post this up, but hopefully I will. We have Jeremy Green will be at Joe Montoya's Poetry Unplug tonight at 8 o'clock at Luna's Cafe, located at 1414 16th Street, Sacramento, California. Come on out, order a beer, and um, you know get some coffee that I'm going to be having. They have great coffee. It keeps you up. 
I don't know what they put in that coffee. That coffee's <laughs> be like, whoa, I'm up. And um and and you know, or, or quesadilla meal and listen to some awesome poetry. Come out and get on an open mic list. Uh we have a great open mic list at Loon's Cafe. People come out and do that. So come on out for that too as well. It, it'd be awesome. We love to have you. Jeremy Green is going to put on, um, he's going to do a reading about 15-20 minutes. Uh, a nice reading. He's going to give you a cross-section of what he has to give. And um, and he, he's an awesome poet. And so come on out and hear him. And then coming up, uh, to, you know, I have to mention this. In February, February the 15th, um, next month, on Wednesday at Mahogany Urban Poetry Series, we have Sean William, the nationally known and uh, famous Sean King poet. Uh, you know, uh, he's going to be on my night. I'm lucky to have him on my night. Um, I think Kyrie booked him, and I just happened to have that night open haven't booked that night and and he's coming on my night so please come out and see sean williams and um he's coming down here and he's going to put on an awesome show i'm pretty sure he's going to have some great work for you guys to listen to and enjoy so yes yes please come out and and show love to sean williams and on wednesday february the 15th at 9 p.m. So if you don't know how mahogany goes down, we have, uh, you know, from 9 to 9.45, we have a mixer. So we have music. You could dance. You could do whatever you want to do. Talk to your friends. Come out and enjoy um, the companionship of like-minded individuals if you want a place to go that is intellectual that that you know people don't mind having discussions and conversations and and great music uh, spinning um, by Kyrie himself he goes his uh, DJ name is Mitchell Shun so come on out in that okay and then um, the podcast so we have the Black Talk Sacramento coming up on um, February the 14th on Valentine's Day at Underground Books so come out to that and um, that's going to be on this, you know, because every second Tuesday at Underground Books, we have Black Talk Sacramento. Come on out for that. That's going to be episode number 29. And, and um, episode number 28 is up and running. So right here we have it. We have a live video now. So we're trying to do video for as well as audio. So you can go to SoundCloud and listen to the audio or you can watch the video on uh, YouTube and also place the video on Facebook. So you can go to Black Talk Sacramento on Facebook and check that out. So, you know, in multiple places. We all over the internet, really, for that. And then Coffee and Poets. I am going to upload Coffee and Poets. I, I hope by the end of this month I'm going to be able to upload the, the new episode, but we still have up uh, Coffee and Poets number 31, Frank Graham interviewing Tracy Gordy. If you haven't listened to that show, you need to uh, listen to that. It's an awesome conversation between Frank Graham and Tracy Gordine. Um, the new one that we have coming up is between um, Dr. Andy and uh, our new poet laureate, Indigo Moore here in Sacramento. So he's uh, they haven't had the celebration yet to install him. But he he is the new pick for the uh, Sacramento Poet Laureate. So it's nice to have him on and talk about his ideas of what he see uh, for Sacramento as as poetry poetry wise.
So get a breast on that. So that'd be cool. I, I, hopefully I have that up by the end of this month. Okay. And um, yes, I guess that's the end of our show. This has been inside uh, the inside report number 10. And uh, please go to InsideR360.com and um, check out all the other episodes and all the other stuff I have on there. I have so much stuff on that on the website and still loading new stuff. Uh, it's a new website, so I'm trying to get all the stuff on. And, um, and all, yeah, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for coming out. And I guess we're going to end on... I guess we're going to end on a nice, uh, some audio from Story Deverox. I still don't know how to say her name, her last name. I think it's Deverox. Um, Afterglow. So, here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I see you, baby. Get your shine on. Get your glow up. Uh. One time. For the babies on the south side. The east side. The west side. The north side. 